This is WNSP Now, live. From online to on air, the sports station presents your favorite WNSP Now shows live on air. Now it's time to throw it deep with Michael Bronner and Owen McEnroe. All right, how is everybody doing? A little live version of the Throw It Deep podcast, WNSP Now Live. We're going to be doing this every Wednesday. The final drive is going to be ending at 5.30. Last week, we did Nick Wiggins and Steven Root on the double team. We're going to be doing this on a rotational basis. This week, it's our turn. Michael Bronner and Owen McEnroe on the Throw It Deep podcast. Owen Welcome to WNSP, making your live... Owen and I have been doing the Throw It Deep podcast on WNSP now for, I don't know, five or six weeks now. But this is Owen's on-radio debut on WNSP 105.5. Owen, how are you doing? Appreciate it. Live from New York. I'm... I'm good. I'm good. I'm pumped to be talking to you guys. How are you, Michael? I am excellent. So we did come out with an episode today, which obviously you can check out on WNSP now. So uh, we'll do we'll do some some similar stuff on this show now. But anyway, like I said, wherever you get your podcast, WNSP now you can find uh, you can find the Throw It Deep podcast. You can find the Double Team podcast next Wednesday at five thirty. It's going to be Joey Warner doing a live version of the Batter's Box podcast, author of the Mobile Baseball Connection. It's going to be good stuff. But all that being said, it is Throw It Deep this week, and uh, so we're going to be talking a little football. So what we talked about this week and what we're going to be talking about now, there was a release kind of of the best over-under, or at least all the win totals kind of came out for every team uh, in ter- from a Vegas over-under perspective. And we thought it would be a good idea both for the first live episode and for this week's episode to talk about some of our favorite bets, and uh, both on the overside and on the underside. I know we each had some strong opinions on that. So definitely. Of, so I, I think we uh, we, we kind of started yesterday. We uh, I think Steelers, Steelers were sitting at eight and a half. Oh, by the way, someone just put in the app. Aaron Rodgers, as you sit here on on April twelfth, still not a New York Jet, Owen. It's coming, it's coming. Don't you worry. I mean, it, the, the report that came out today in terms of talking about some kind of new news is that they haven't talked in weeks. By the way, if you are a uh, if you are a haven't listened to the Throw It Deep podcast, Owen's a Jets fan, so uh, I mean, they haven't talked in weeks. Both sides are dug in. Like, how, how are we are we near hitting the panic button yet? No, it's going to get done before the draft. Don't you worry. They're a little hung up on the um, – the Jets are worried Rodgers will retire after one year, and they want to pick back if that's the case. But um, it, it'll be done before the draft. Don't you worry. I don't think it's going to be done before the draft. Now, what if Rodgers just kind of decides, eh, this is taking too long. I, I'm just going to retire and, and, uh, and leave the Jets high – leave both the Jets and the Packers high and dry with no quarterbacks and no picks. Now I don't think he would uh, retire over some off-season drama. Like we're 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 cheering. It's not a. It's not. This is not going to be a big deal. I mean, all right. I'll I'll take your word for it. But we also talked about this week. Odell Beckham now a uh, a Baltimore Raven. Fifteen million dollars for one year can get up to eighteen million dollars a year, or in that first year, if 
you know, he hits a bunch of incentives. So I would assume if he does hit that $18 million, it, it would mean I don't, I haven't read the exact incentives, but I would assume that means he has a very good season and is able to, uh, to you know, most importantly here, as it appears, Lamar Jackson is going to probably play on that franchise tag. Yes. Yes. Uh, Lamar loves this deal and look, it's, it's a lot of money, but, um, I don't know. At this late in the free agency cycle, you're really not going to spend it anywhere else, and it's a one-year deal, so I, I like the move. I, I, I'm with you. So that, that's about all we had this week in the way of news. So let, let's talk about some of these over-unders, uh, getting back to that. I think we both liked Steelers over eight-and-a-half wins. I mean, they went nine-and-eight this past year. Kenny Pickett didn't start the whole year, and, I mean, Mike Tomlin has never gone 500 or worse. Yeah, uh, Kenny Pickett is the truth. He's going to definitely develop a little bit. And uh, I see a sleeping giant in George Pickens. He's going to have a monster year. A sleeping giant in George Pickens. George Pickens, uh, you know, passed on by the New England Patriots. Georgia kid. Yeah, yeah, he's a Georgia kid. We had we had Brooks Austin from uh, from uh, uh, Dogs Daily on earlier today. And, and uh, you know, we didn't talk much George Pickens. But, man, uh, it, it does hurt. Uh, from a Patriots perspective, every catch that George Pickens makes, because we did take Tyquan Thornton two picks ahead of him. But again, you know, like I, like I said, just add add George Pickens to the graveyard of Patriots uh, receivers that Bill Belichick passed on that could have played for New England. But it is what it is. I, I mean, I don't know. Kenny Pickett, I think he had some rookie moments last year, but I, I'm a believer in, in in the development of Kenny Pickett. Sure. Yeah, you saw you saw some flashes. Um... Another part of this is obviously the defense. Um, I'm expecting a big year out of them. They've got a lot of good players on that side of the ball. And uh, this team's winning at least nine games. Why don't you give me an under that you like? Sure. Um, So I was actually shocked when I saw this number. Uh, Let's go to the uh, defending champions of the AFC North. Oh, boy. The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, boy. That's right. That's right. Um, Look, the rest of their division – frankly got better uh we just talked about the Ravens signing of Odell um Steelers will be better as with the uh Browns full year of Deshaun Watson um look their defense is going to regress a little bit uh Jesse Bates walked um and and my main contention here is that Joe Burrow is not this elite quarterback that everybody touts him as I'm not saying he's bad but he is, he, is not, he is not Mahomes, he's not Josh Allen, he's not Herbert, and frankly, he's not even close. Listen, I didn't want to bring you on and, and make this the, the Joe Burrow episode, but, you know, why don't, why don't we just get into it? Uh, why, why, why don't we just do this? Get into it. Uh, like, uh, wh- when you say that Joe Burrow, okay, I'll, Joe Burrow is not Mahomes, nobody is Mahomes. Uh, I, think, I think we're both in agreement. Patrick Mahomes is far and away the, the best quarterback in the National Football League. It's not remotely close. Uh, I do want to there, – there's a lot of guys who uh, – Carson Palmer came out recently and said he prefers Burrow to Mahomes. Yes, I, and Carson Palmer can, uh, can, can take that opinion and, and have it to himself. I, I don't I, – I, I don't I – don't, I, don't, I didn't take a whole lot of stock in what former Bengals quarterback Carson Palmer has to say about Joe Burrow true, uh, true. as he relates to Patrick Mahomes. But I don't know. Like, let's, let's remove Mahomes from the equation because I've had, I've had the argument with people who think Burrow is close to Mahomes, and I, I'll dismiss that as ridiculous. Burrow is, is nowhere close to Mahomes. No one is close to Mahomes. But when we talk about Joe Burrow's status as, you know, a top – 
three, top five. You probably have him maybe even outside the top ten. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Oh, no. Relax. What, what, what? He's like eight or he's seven or eight. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. I mean, you think, for my money, Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, well, when you think of Joe Burrow, everybody – What's synonymous with Joe Burrow is simply this bad offensive line. Everybody loves to use this bad offensive line as this excuse for him as to why he takes the amount of sacks that he does. Unfortunately, the reality is these sacks that he's taking are more on him and his offensive line. I think that opens up a different discussion in that, you know, where where do sacks fall on, on the quarterback in general? And I think they do fall more on the quarterback than people care to admit. But Joe Burrow has not had this this good offensive line. Not to mention, he shredded Josh Allen with an offensive line that was in complete shambles in the playoffs. Josh Allen was terrible in that game. Was well, horrible. an offensive line that played out of their mind in that game specifically, if you want to talk about shredding Josh Allen. I, yes, he, yes, quarterbacks don't go one-on-one against each other. Just saying, Josh Allen was terrible in that game, and Joe Burrow was phenomenal in that game. These and you're right, and you're, you are right, but that is, that is one game, and Joe Burrow's offensive line, who you referenced, played phenomenal in said game. Yes, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they were up to standards and then, uh, and then went up against Chris Jones and, and Frank Clark and, and were not phenomenal, and, uh, and, and you saw the results. So as it turns out, believe it or not, offensive line play actually matters as it relates to quarterback play. Uh, I know, you know, I do the ridiculous don't forget, uh, concept. Don't, for, don't forget Burrow's uh, fourth-quarter interception in a tie game. Yes. I mean, uh, he's, he's, done that, he's done that two years in a row in the AFC Championship well, game now. I don't anybody's. Re- I don't. I don't remember you giving Mahomes any fault for having a horrible fumble in in the fourth quarter of a tied game that led the bet. Ba- certainly, the certainly, he did. certainly he did. Certainly he did. But that all being said, anyway, uh, <laughs> before we go, we'll, we get, we do have to get to a break. So, bef- I'll give you one more over uh, before we get to a break. I really like the Jags over nine and a half this year. Uh, I mean, ten games feels like a lot. Weak division. Yeah, it's a, it's a very yeah. weak division. I mean, 10 games feels like a lot at, on the surface, but if you think about it, this team went 9-8. and eight. This team made the, made the playoffs, beat uh, your, your precious analytical Brandon Staley uh, in a 27-0 collapse. Big uh, comeback, and, that's right. And, uh, you know, the Colts are going to be atrocious. I think the Titans, well, we'll talk about them on the other side of the break, but I think they're going to they're gonna struggle this year. And, you know, the, uh, the Texans are the Texans. So, I mean, 10 wins for Trevor Lawrence, who if you've listened to the final drive or, or, or any, any program that I've been on on WNSP, you know how high I am on Trevor Lawrence. But, I mean, 10 wins feels pretty attainable for the Jacksonville Jaguars. No? No, you're, you're not going to get a lot of pushback from me there. Uh, weak division, uh, adding Calvin Ridley. Um, no, I, I see that. I do want to touch on uh, – one more team, though. We, we talked about the Bills. Um, I like them going over 10 and a half. All right, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about the Bills and, uh, and Sean McDermott on the other side. We're going we're gonna to get to our first break here. Sure. Uh, and, but keep it tuned in on the other side. You're listening to WNSP, Now's li- WNSP Now Live's version of the Throw It Deep podcast. Keep it tuned in, guys.
right, welcome back to the first edition of WNSP Now's WNSP Now Live's Throw It Deep. One segment down, one to go. Wish we had longer on this. These uh, these minutes really fly by. But me too. Uh, if you're enjoying what you hear, everyone, you know where you can find more of it. Search WNSP Now wherever you get your podcasts and find the Throw It Deep podcast. Really appreciate the you know, some clicks there, but. Before we got to the break, we were uh, we were talking some, you know, Owen Owen said he wanted to get into some Bills stuff. We're, so we're talking over-unders uh, and win totals as they relate to teams across the NFL. And, you know, if we think it's a good bet or bad bet, take, uh, take a team's over or under. So, Owen, what you got for me on the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, um, I really like the Bills over 10.5. All right, this is... Albeit, as we talked about, they looked horrendous in the playoffs. They looked terrible in that Cincinnati game, and they looked shaky at best in the Miami game. But this is a team that has won. They've won at this point consistently. Um, I trust Sean McDermott and this front office to go get guys and find talent in the draft and in the offseason. And frankly, Josh Allen is the second-best quarterback on the planet. The second-best quarterback on the planet. That's right. You know, I I would have agreed with you like at like the first half of the NFL season, and then Joe Burrow became Joe Burrow, and yeah, Josh Allen's probably third. You know, has has a strong case for third. He's a fine quarterback. Uh, he didn't play well in the playoffs in either game, frankly. He didn't play well against Miami either. I don't know if he didn't play well. He had some turnovers, but uh, he still hung 30-something on I, a decent defense. That's the worst thing a quarterback can do is turn the ball over. Some untimely interceptions here and there. And frankly, that was that was the story of the second half of the year. But um, I don't know. I'm a believer. I think he's going to bounce back. And we're going we're gonna to see an MVP caliber year Owen has, atten- Owen has a tendency. And it's, I understand why. And again, you know, the, the best quarterbacks in the league are these type of guys. But Owen has a tendency to fall in love with these, you know, alien quarterbacks who can uh, make any throw and run around and, and have a lot of arm strength. It's why he would have taken – you know Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence. So in you know the extremes, the Patrick well, Mahomes. Say that. I, well, I, you know I'm gonna have to pull up some off-air receipts. But so the extremes, the Patrick Mahomes and the Josh Allen's of the world. And, and you know not to. I really didn't mean to make this an Anthony Richardson thing, but it almost is turning into an Anthony Richardson thing. Uh, you know the Josh Allen's and Patrick Mahomes I, are are the exceptions not the rule in terms of uh you know harnessing that but anyway i will well you will if you want to hear at the the great anthony richardson debate go uh go listen to our episode from two weeks ago but as for the bills yeah i mean obviously they're not going away I, i'm not just gonna sit here and say they're they're suddenly just going to be bad i, I think they'll be just fine but um I, I, I don't know i i'm not the biggest believer in sean mcdermott to be quite frank, I, I what? Where's the big game that Sean McDermott has won? This team has been really good now for four years, and it seems like they've fallen flat in the playoffs four years in a row. Now, I frankly I agree with you, but here's the thing: I like them to win ten or ten and a half more games, or eleven and plus games in the regular season. So, well, while he, I'm not sold on the big game winner. He frankly doesn't have to win that to win 11 games in the 2023 season. Well, we have, you know, 10 and a half games in the toughest division in football. So 
seems now as good a time as any to bring this one up. My favorite over-under of, uh, <laughs> of the rotation here. The New England Patriots sitting at seven and a half on their over-under win total for the season. Seven and a half for a team that went eight and nine this past season with the worst offensive play calling in the NFL. Uh, lost two games down the stretch against the Raiders and the Bengals. Uh, again, they were down 22 nothing against the Bengals, but had a chance at the end of the game and Romandre Stevenson fumbled the ball on the goal line in a game they were about to win. And then, yes, what happened in Las Vegas, I, I don't frankly want to talk about it. Jacoby Myers lateral and that happened. But uh, they lost two point being they lost two games down the stretch that they should have won. They lost two games on ridiculous circumstances at the end of the game. Uh, for this team's over Don't forget that don't forget that Hunter Henry touchdown call. <laughs> You're just trying to get me riled up now because yes, Hunter Henry had a touchdown stolen from him in Minnesota on Thanksgiving. Stolen. Stolen. Uh, so I not to yes, the Patriots had some had some uh, had some bad luck this season. That being said, they were also arguably the worst offense in football. But seven and a half for a team that brings in a legitimate offensive coordinator should be just as good on defense, if not even a little bit better. Uh, I just I don't get it. I, 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 I know they have a tough schedule and the Jets should get Aaron Rodgers, but seven and a half. Seven and a half. Um, I don't know. I'm not I'm not totally pushing back on that, but this is a much improved division. This conference is the entire conference is frankly loaded. Um, I don't I don't remember a time where we've seen a conference as like lopsided as this, and I think that this this line reflects that. Um, I I know that the Patriots added uh, Bill O'Brien, and I do think that'll be a big difference. But honestly, that this is a, this is a tough tough schedule. It is it is one of the hardest schedules in the league. And again, let's assume the Jets add Aaron Rodgers. Let's assume Tua is healthy for the season. Let's say that's a gauntlet. That uh, is a gauntlet. I, I I and we got in this argument on the show this week. I don't think three and three in the division for the Patriots is this ridiculous uh, crazy hope. I again, you're, this is a Jets team they've beaten fourteen times in a row. Uh, this is a Dolphins team that they generally split with, and I believe will split with again this year. And it's a Bills team that, yeah, I mean the Bills the Bills have owned the Patriots over the past couple of years. But I mean, uh, you uh, they had a, they had a really good chance against them in New England, Max rookie year, and kind of the Bills pulled away at the end. I, I believe that that they had a really good chance against them in Week 18 this past season. I believe that uh, the Patriots are due for a split against Buffalo. I think they're going 3-3 three and three in this division. You go 3-3 three and three in the toughest division in football, you're going to win over 7.5 over games. You're going to win probably at least at least 9 games. I want to I push back on this whole 3-3 three and three in the division thing here. You, t- you say the Jets have lost the Patriots 14 times in a row. 14 that may be true. But it, it, it does not matter that the uh, Patriots beat the Jets in 2019. I'm it doesn't. S- it has spotting, nothing to do with I'm this team. The Jets this is one a new win. coaching staff. This is a new. This is a new front office. It's at like I, I, that. That holds no weight. Well, Dolphins then, are going to be better with a healthy Tua. Um, the new the coaching the staff and this the new team front is not office. Going 500 in division. The new coaching staff and the new front office has still lost to the Patriots four times in a row. Uh, just, just saying there. With, but, Zach, with Zach Wilson. I, I, I understand. I, I'm spotting the Jets a win with Aaron Rodgers. We are almost out of time, by the way. This has this has really snuck up on us. But, uh, my, uh, I mean, I'm spotting the Jets a win here against the Patriots because 
Let's assume they have Aaron Rodgers. I still think the Patriots are able to beat them once. I don't think Aaron Rodgers makes the Jets all of a sudden this perennial Super Bowl favorite, but I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy on that. I Aaron Rodgers in a top five defense. That sounds like Super Bowl to me. <laughs> just uh just classic Jets delusion there. But we're you know, I I look forward to uh look forward to having having uh more Jets disappointment from you at your end. But anyway, we are out of time here. That that went very quickly. Thank you for hopping on with us, Owen. We'll uh, in terms of listeners in Mobile, you'll you'll hear us do this again in three weeks. It'll be right after the NFL draft. So there's gonna be plenty of stuff to talk about. Thanks again, Owen. No problem. Thanks for listening, guys. Absolutely. This has been WNSP Now Live. Throw it deep. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Tune in to the opening kickoff tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. and the final drive tomorrow.